Welcome to Rethink Real Estate. My name is Ben Brady, and this is a real estate podcast based around the principles of our non-distressed auction model and Australian real estate concepts at work today in the US marketplace. We focus on scripts, dialogues, real situations in negotiation, listing appointments, prospecting, and all concepts to do with real estate. We look forward to being real and rethinking real estate with you. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Rethink Real Estate. It's Ben and Jason here today. And today what we're talking about is auctions in a strong marketplace, Jason. And this is provoked by you. So I'm going to allow you to lead this one. So I'm a, I'm assuming it's one out of either frustration for something that's going on at the moment because we're post-COVID-19 right now. When I say post, we're really coming out of the other end of it. And we found that the marketplace has rebound really quickly. It's that V-shaped curve um, that we all thought it was going to be. Not to mention as well, though, like, hey, is there going to be some turmoil in the future? Maybe there will be. Maybe there won't be. This stock market strong. So many different things that are at play at the moment. I just don't think anyone knows what's going to happen eventually, whether or not the stimulus checks run out and things go to go get worse or whatever it may be we, we don't we don't know um, but in saying that as well I just wanted to sort of get your thoughts on your I, I guess frustration is it or tell me it's probably a, it's probably a few things there's certainly an element of frustration as there normally is in my, in my life Ben but um, <laughs> I, I think that there's been there's been a few things here that, that have that have helped the market I mean unemployment's bounced back reasonably quickly um, uh, as we're kind of coming out the other side of bouncing uh, bouncing back Bouncing back, good point. Yeah, yeah. good point. Yep. Um, the stock market, as you say, uh, but the real estate market is phenomenally strong. It is, to a certain extent, a seller's market at the moment. But but, but I don't agree. I, I really don't. I, I I don't agree in any way, shape, or form, because it's either properties are either got fuckloads of interest, excuse my language, or they've got nothing. There is no in between. Absolutely uh, zero in between. Regardless of whether we're in the Bay Area or we're in Oregon or we're in or we're in um, or we're in Southern California, it's either they've got loads of interest or they've got absolutely nothing. Uh, agree, disagree. Okay, go. I think that there's plenty of properties got plenty of interest right now. It's about how the campaign's being run. It's yeah, a seller's okay. market at the moment, Ben. Seller's expectation is still phenomenally high. There's no question about that. Yeah. But so many offers right now are getting multiple offers. Yep. So many um, properties right now are getting, you know, we had an auction event last week, Ben. We had 44 registered bidders. We've got an auction coming up next week where uh, we've had to bring that one forward purely based on the fact that we've had 12 offers in three days. Agreed. Now, if that's a traditional listing, guys, and you've got it listed at an asking price, um, that property sold in a day over asking, no question. You've left money on the table. Yeah, you know, hold the interest for but, seven but days. Let's, let's be devil. Let's be devil advocate here for a moment. Just understanding that ninety nine point nine percent of our audience is real estate agents. So, what's the problem with me just selling it? The laziness. Okay. But hey, let me ask you this. Okay, it's I obviously funny. know the I obviously know it's the funny. answer to that, and I'm obviously provoking what what a typical agent's going to say and the frustrations that lead us you into are, this. Everyone listening, Ben's staring deeply into my eyes as I get more and more annoyed with this podcast. Right Absolutely, now. yeah. But but I'm gonna but I'm going to be I'm going to ask you the same questions that you get asked on a daily basis and that I get asked. And you know we need to obviously bridge those gaps in a perspective of people's perception of what's right and what's wrong. Let me ask you this: slow market, market slow. Sure. Okay, you've got very little interest in the property. You've got really bad feedback in the property. Okay. I'm your seller. You're my agent. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, what is the biggest, um, uh, fear that you have? What's the biggest thing holding you back from having 
tough conversations? What's the biggest thing holding you back from saying, hey, we need a price reduction, hey, the market's slow, hey, all Just these general things? general human nature because exactly, no one's good exactly. at it? No, yeah, no one's good at it, but human nature in that us as agents think that you know we're there to be this buffer between the marketplace and the seller and we don't want to upset our seller and, you know, oh, they're our client and all these things and by, by quote-unquote educating the seller or telling them the truth in the market or bashing them down, you know, quote-unquote again, yeah, yeah. all these things, the agent says, oh, no, that's not doing the right thing by the seller, yeah. okay, which is completely untrue. Yep. Now, the the other side of that is we're in a su- super, super strong market as far as multiple offers. We're selling the property within five minutes of going live to the first buyer that comes through the door purely because they come through at a strong price, no question. But, okay, but, all right, they've come through in five minutes and you've sold it in two seconds and you've undersold the property. You haven't given it, given it a fair chance to marinate on the marketplace and to get as many people through. Like, for example, these auctions that have got 12 bidders, I you just, know, I, 10 well, offers before auction. Mate, and gonna... so what's, who's doing, hang on, not, you, you've, you've provoked this fire, right? <laughs> so, so now who's doing the, an unjust thing by the seller here? You're underselling the property. You're not servicing your client. I think It's that, laziness, mate. Yeah, no, no, I, no I, I agree. But hey, regardless, real estate agents are always going to be lazy. Okay, so I don't think we're ever going to change that. Sure. Right, so settle down. Secondly, <laughs> is that, you know, this isn't an intervention. You know, we don't have a big enough broadcast to have an intervention with real estate. I'm but, intervening. Yeah, but, but the thing is, is that I think that the one thing that we need to look at as well, guys, is that, you know, the fallout rate out of escrow at the moment is higher than it's ever been. Right. And, and this is the thing is that we've got a situation, we had seven registered bidders for a property, okay, sold it to the highest bidder and we allowed terms on it that we normally wouldn't because we thought that, you know, uh, you know these people just want it so much, got lazy, like we got lazy in our oversight of that, of allowing them to bid with a certain term on there that we didn't want. We've had two offers, the highest bidder on auction day fall out. We've also had the, we've also had the second highest bidder on auction day fall out. Now we're left standing there with our proverbial in our hand, okay, and and it is doing horrible things for that property because we've made a, a made a poor decision based on the fact of just allowing people to bid because of the volume of interest and just thinking that a property is going to sell itself. One of the things that we honestly get to guys, and we want to, I really want to make this point, is the fact that you know we go through sellers' expectation, public price, twenty four hour price, feedback level. If you haven't done that in a long time and you don't educate a seller for the sake of educating, and and again I put this to you, Jason, if a seller wants a million dollars and you educate them to wait. 50 does it stop them accepting a million dollars when it turns up we had a property last week with uh with uh, justin green uh, the seller's reserve price was 740 on the day um she would have taken 710 um really probably 700 uh highest offer prior to auction was 690 uh we had about seven offers beforehand yeah but i think you're grasping at the wrong thing here mate you are grasping at the wrong thing here i'm gonna i'm gonna argue with this on this because you are you're asking people to get their own self-want based on going through coronavirus and not having any money, you're asking real estate agents that are ultimately some of the some of the worst-paid individuals in the entire workforce, okay, and they haven't been able to make a sale for three months. You're asking them to use their moral compass again, okay? They're not going to do that, okay? And what should am I they? really asking them but for? I'm asking they? them to be on the market for seven days, not seven minutes. But, that's, that's but, but again, but but should they? Absolutely, but they're not going to, mate, okay? So the reality is then, that we then, can preach to them about their personalized feelings, okay, through this podcast. But the reality is, is that bad habits is what creates real estate to be different. If somebody wants to be different and someone wants to be able to pitch that they are actually truly different and they want to run the process correctly and they want to actually get the most money for their client, that's fantastic. This is a great process for you. But if you just want to sell a piece of property for the, for whatever turns up first, then they're going to do that, mate. I don't think we're ever going to be able to stop that in any way, shape or form because you know instant gratification is the biggest epidemic in real estate. And I think that they're all going to go through that. But this is the problem. 
They're going to go through that for the next month. Things will slow down after the initiation of people coming out of quarantine, okay? And then they're going to be back to the point of having to do that. And guys, the reason that we're talking about you as real estate agents on a podcast to you is the fact that you need to understand that if you've got the bad habits at the moment about basically just snatching and grabbing whatever you possibly can that's going to ruin you come the market change, if there is one, hey, there might not be, but let's face it, there probably is going to be one, okay? And even if it slows down a little bit, you're going to have to get back to the fundamentals of actually practicing real estate rather than snatching and grabbing, okay? So why not maintain that good practice so that ultimately you can build an incredible cadence within your business? Fair point, Jace. Sure. I mean, I, I think it's the same agents here that are selling the property in five minutes. So the same agents then that in a slower market are saying, oh, no, I don't want to talk to the seller. I don't want to get a price reduction because I don't want to hurt their feelings. And at the end of the day, they're hurting their feelings. They're hurting their result at the, you know, when push comes to shove. You know, as far as not ha- having the conversation saying, guys, change you know, right now, then, what, then what's the point of the podcast? We're here to say, guys, change. Guys, this is something that you need to be aware of because let's be honest, as real estate agents, we don't really think too far down the track, do we? Let's be cognizant. Let's actually turn our brain on and think, what's the actual result here that we could be getting? What's the actual uh, end result for the seller as well? Are we jumping on the first offer that's at a reasonable price with terms or are we really working that? Are we adding some value? Ask yeah, yourself but, the question. But, but, but you know, we are there's a, we're having a conversation with people that, that uh, within the group that will remain nameless about, well, I want to double end this the other day yeah you know and like and that that is I had the same conversation is, last night man. that is that is one of the absolute that is the one of the largest bullshit comments that i've ever heard in my life is well no 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 i want to sell it to this person so i can double end it you know like if i recorded that and sent that into the d- department of real estate you'd lose your license yeah i mean i had the same i have the same conversation with another agent but also, but, but, last night. but forget about losing your license and forget about whether it's best practice or it's not is the reality is it's it's not good real estate in any way shape or form and i i get it but in saying that, it's very shallow. It's if, very short-sighted. As if, said. If, if we want to be selfish here for a minute as agents, okay? If we want to be selfish and we want to be, you know, get the quick win and get the the easy business, and so to speak, so to speak, get yourself in a position where you've got multiple offers and you've got that leverage, and you're able to show the market the interest that came through. Yeah. Invite those neighbours to watch along to the auction. Go and speak to the neighbours as far as how much interest you did have and where those results worked to. Go and then um, with those offers and with that interest, work that into a relationship with a buyer so that you're representing that as well, whether it's for this or for another property. Yeah. Work the business. Just because we're in a slower market and we, we think, oh, no, it's, it's easier now to work the business because there's no other choice, you still have that choice now, guys. Guys, Confronting Podcast, this is part one of the two-part series that Jason and I will finish off in our next episode where we're going to actually get into the detail where we're going to have a conversation. I'm going to be an agent or Jace will be an agent where – they're saying, no, 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 I just want to sell the property now. And, and we're going to obviously show you our argument and we're going to make you obviously think a little bit deeper about it. This is obviously event session for Jason. This is also known as uh, Rethink Real Estate and also Jason's therapy session. So I uh, so appreciate you listening to the event. But guys, if you truly do want to actually do the right thing by not only your clients, but also your business for long term, think about it. Educate your clients, but also don't take the first thing that's on the table just to have egg on your face later. If that thing on the table is clean as hell and there's no contingencies whatsoever, then hey, maybe you do need to make a decision of moving forward on it. But then also, are you taking the first or are you getting the best? And if you don't have a problem with that in your moral compass, then I really hope that a seller doesn't choose you to list their property. If you've clearly identified the better buyer throughout the process sell it to that person. And before auction or whatever, sell it to that person. Yeah. If you haven't identified the better buyer or if they're not the better buyer, think about it. But also, uh, where's your next piece of business coming from? Exactly. All right, guys. Thanks so much.